You are listening to the Teleperformance Podcast on Spotify. Hi everyone, warm welcome to our CSR Talks, a series of conversational chats around the main CSR issues and initiatives carried out with companies all across the world. Today's topic is best practices to ensure respect and fair work environments with all types of diversities. I'm Lisa Dolan, SVP of Employee Engagement and Global Head of Diversity, Equity and Inclusion for Teleperformance Group. I've been with Teleperformance since 2019 and know just how important it is that every employee feels welcome, included and can thrive in the environment that they work in. It's critical for every organisation. Joining us today is Angie Buster, Head of Diversity and Inclusion from Chorus. Hi, Angie, and thanks for joining us. Hi there, Lisa. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to join you today. Um, so tell us a little bit about Curus and, and more about your role as Head of Diversity and Inclusion, Angie. Sure, yes. Um, as you stated, Angie Buster and I head up DEI and Learning at Coros. Um, at Coros, we do deliver top-notch customer engagement software and services for today's digital-first CX world. Um, and I, as the head of diversity, equity, and inclusion, I make sure that inclusion initiatives and belonging initiatives are implemented uh, throughout our organization. Great stuff, great. And with the pandemic and remote work that we're now in the new world, what are the new opportunities and challenges on diversity level as recruitment is no longer geographically limited, is it? It's not. That That's a great question. And, you know, the, the impact of the global uh, pandemic on recruitment continues to take a toll on employment and hiring. And, and over our past year here, our recruiters... Um, have really had to meet new demands and establish effective recruiting practices uh, within our, our work environment. So, you know, the first challenge that that we have or we continue to have is uh, just the geography of everything. You know, uh, you know, at one point we were really limited into the candidate pool that we could bring in because, you know, we wherever we were geographically located or wherever we had offices, we were, you know, really sourcing from that particular candidate pool. But now, you know, now that we're more a hybrid uh, type of workforce, it does give us the opportunity to um, cast a wider net in, in, you know, from a geographical perspective in the United States, for sure, um, you know, look for folks everywhere. And that's been a really great thing. Also selection, you know, we want to make sure that we remove bias from um, our, our candidate uh, experience. And, and so, you know, making sure that we have the right training and, and um, you know, um, removing any type of preconceived notions. And that, that becomes a little harder too, just because of how we interact now, right? Without that face-to-face -face and personable um, activities, it's a little harder um, to, to uh, mitigate, you know, from, from this little box that we're in. Uh, so we want to put, we, we put a lot of intention around training our managers, our hiring managers. And, you know, one thing that I, I operate off of is just, if you are an employee, if you are a hiring manager, if you're a recruiter, 
that means you're a diversity recruiter, right? So it's not one person's job to say, okay, Angie's the diversity lady and she's supposed to make sure we have diverse candidates. No, that's everyone's job to make sure that we have an equitable workforce. Yeah, absolutely. And how, how Angie does Cure Us ensure respect and fair work environment amongst all the employees, especially in this new, new uh, reality world as well? Yes, yes. Good, great question. So, you know, I, I am a believer of, um, you know, business and authentic business, you know, really operates based on human connection. Right. And so at Coros, we do look for creative ways uh, to maintain and cultivate uh, those relationships. You know, sometimes you have to be a little more intentional uh, to create what I like to call the water cooler environment. Um, so we do take programmatic approaches uh, to ensure that, you know, we do have a culture uh, of respect and belonging. So, you know, if you if you're a people manager, we um, have requirements that, you know, you take specific trainings to under, help you understand how to connect with your team and under, you know, become that that one on one type of uh, um, connection. Um, <clears throat> We also have uh, um, different uh, engagement initiatives. And so when I say that, I'm talking about like our employee resource groups. We have uh, four, of, four of those. We have global diversity, equity, and inclusion committees throughout the world. Um, our QBRs uh, within our functional areas, our, our quarterly business reviews um, within our functional areas all focus on diversity goals, right? So your promotion rates or how are your survey results um, turning out, especially within that specific dynamic? Do people feel as if they can bring their authentic selves to work? Um, supplier diversity, you know, so, so we have uh, quite a few um, initiatives that align with um, some strategic targeted uh, approaches. Um, and then technology, right? We, we want to make sure that we, we stay close to the human side of things through technology, because this is our reality. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, how are we reaching out to one another? What, what types of, of programs do we have in place to make sure that um, from a human connection, um, we can we can bridge that physical divide, right, um, to, to create more effective virtual teams. Yeah, absolutely. Tell, tell us a little bit about how your and what your diversity inclusion committee is. Yeah. So our, our DEI committee, you know, it, it, it's important, right, to ensure that DEI and belonging is at the forefront of everything we do within our ecosystem. Right. So so uh, we want to be seen as thought leaders within the space. And so the, the DEI committee's purpose is to educate and spread spread awareness to the workforce um, on the collective differences that are represented throughout our world, right? And so the DEI committee really leads to a broader strategic intent that we have at Coros, um, which is within our pillars of diversity. So, <clears throat> you know, for example, we have leadership accountability is one of the pillars, right? And so what does that mean to a, a leader, right? So the, the leader has to have demonstrated accountability um, and commitment to DEI initiatives um, within the top levels of the organization. So how do we shape that? What does that look like from a big picture perspective? And then, you know, how do we truncate that into um, the functional areas uh, mm -hmm. of, of their world? Then culture enhancement. 
So how do we build that uh, uh, inclusive, collaborative, open type of innovative work environment? And so within that culture enhancement, that's where I'll say the DEI committees and our ERGs and, you know, mentoring and those types of things fall into that particular pillar, right? Um, our inclusive uh, uh, recruitment. So we talked about that a little bit earlier. So we want to make sure that we have a, a strategy that that makes sure that we are bringing in and harnessing the best talent. Um, and then effective measurement. It's always important. You know, you, you want to make sure you put some some uh, uh, strategic uh, intent around um, how we're tracking what we're doing, because what gets measured gets done. Um, so those are, you know, our, our four pillars. And and like I said, from from a DEI committee perspective, um, that cultural enhancement is is what leans into that area. So so you've asked me some really great questions, Lisa. So let me let me ask you a question. What about teleperformance? How does uh, teleperformance ensure a fair work environment uh, amongst yes. folks in yeah, the world? So very, very similar to what you've just said in the last couple of questions, to be honest, which is is really lovely and, love and reassuring as us as an organization, knowing that we're quite early on as pushing and driving it with a really clear strategy. So as, as you do, we have the four pillars of leadership, systems, culture and reputation. And then within there, obviously that transpires down to various levels and across the organisation, we're all responsible for diversity, equity and inclusion. And, and for us as, a, as an organisation, we can all influence that change and we all want to influence, influence that change as well. So we try and keep it simple in terms of communicating it through to our, our workforce from diversity is where we want everybody to be involved and invited to the party. Equity is everybody gets to contribute to the playlist. And then inclusion for us is everybody has that opportunity to dance. And we do absolutely have five key resource groups that we look at, all the consistent ones, which I know you absolutely will have around gender, disability, ethnicity, and then where it's culturally viable, LGBTQ+, and that obviously then spirals. And we too have an, a, a committee, a board, and then that board that we've got then filters down into the pyramid, into the resource group leads. And collectively, our commitment is to, to make positive change, to educate our organisation, but also to make sure that what we're trying to do becomes natural and it's not just another project, it becomes natural to what we want to do as well. So very similar um, in terms of approach, always ways of growing and learning more, but yes, very similar, which is which is really good news. That's great, that's great. And, and what about um, your diversity groups, you know, some of your employee resource groups and, and, and um, governance and report structure? Yeah. So in terms of in terms of our group, so we have we have obviously we, we started with TP Women, which is our gender balance. So we started with that. And that's grown up like as we've we've progressed throughout the years. And the focus now is for all of the other resource groups for us to start to shape those to become the people's employee resource groups. And they they get involved no matter how small or how great they, they want to. Um, in terms of MI, we're exactly the same. We will track various MI levels based on our demographics of our staff where possible. Um, yeah. And then we obviously then then look and track how we're then improving upon that through all of our initiatives, programs and so on. 
Got it. Got it. That's great. That's really good. Um, and, 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 you know, one more question just about your best practice initiatives that you use um, to create inclusion and unity among your workforce, like especially in this digital yeah. world that we're in. Well, I think we all know it's been tough, hasn't it, for near enough coming up for two years now. Um, and I think I think technology has absolutely been been great to bring all of us together. Um, we utilise platforms like Teams and Zoom more than we ever have done. And actually, it's created more of an inclusive workforce because you speak to people all over the world. And so do our colleagues that you would never and we probably never will get the opportunity to meet face to face. And we've done so much stuff from a community point of view, bringing people together to not feel isolated, especially minority groups, to bring them together collectively with people all over the world, which has been absolutely amazing. Uh, and sharing that best practice across our, our various countries that, as you know, we work in has been a huge success. Um, and we absolutely feel that we are one TP and we've been brought together over the course of the last 12 to 18 months, more than we probably have in, in future years, in past years, sorry. Yeah, no, totally agree. And, you know, I just think we have to have that we you know, purpose behind it and, and, you know, help folks understand that, you know, yeah. we're all, we're in this together, right? We're, we're all in, in this together. So we understand and, you know, whatever issue you feel like you're having, your, your counterpart is probably having the same, <laughs> the same issue. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure today talking to you, Angie. Thank you so much for, for sharing your thoughts and, and also sharing the answers to the questions that we've asked you today. I'd like to thank everybody for listening today as well. Um, and, and again, please reach out to us on LinkedIn. We'll be happy to, to share or answer any questions that anybody may have. Thanks so much for your time and have a great day. What about you? How did you like it? Go ahead and share this podcast. See you later. Teleperformance on Spotify. Feel the connection.